0: Philip Llanos, CEO of Own the Rhythm, and former podcast host for Entrepreneur and Inc. Magazine. All right, the 300th episode. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for coming to the 300th episode of the Strategic Advisor Board Podcast. We have a collection of humans that have dedicated themselves to publishing interesting, fascinating, and most importantly, valuable conversations within the business community at large. Michael Sype Shelby Joe Long, James Fu, Jason Miller, and myself. And learning is one of the most important things that an entrepreneur can do to stay cutting edge, leading edge, as Jason likes to say. But most importantly, we can't grow our businesses any more than we grow ourselves as individuals, right? So What I'd love to do for today's episode, if you would all indulge me, is can we dive into some of your most memorable moments, if not at least one memorable moment, up to 300 conversations that we've had so far for each one of you? Why don't we start with Shelby?
1: I thought you were going to pick me first. Ladies
0: first. Uh, (laughs)
1: Ladies first. (laughs) Yeah. This whole production has led me to have so many interesting conversations and i think the the broader view of it is that i really love getting into entrepreneur stories and i i like hearing about the journey i love hearing about it because entrepreneurship is a journey and everyone has struggles and challenges and successes and it's it's ebbs and flows and it's interesting to hear how those different stories align under a very similar pattern. That's been the one revelation that has that has really stuck out to me. And it's been very inspiring for me to hear about people and how they have overcome challenges and become a successful entrepreneur. I talk to a lot of business owners, entrepreneurs that have created businesses out of their genius, out of their expertise. So a lot of a lot of podcasters and coaches and very similar things. And and yes, there's ups and downs, but there's also a digging into that foundational piece of what they do. And that seems to be a, a similar trend with the entrepreneurs. Um, actually, and this might be kind of cheap, but one of my favorite conversations, Philip, was with you. Uh, wow. We we had uh, you know we were probably on Zoom for about three hours. Yeah, that's
0: true. <laughs>
1: it was a long time, but it was. I thought that was really fun to hear the story of the interviewer. You do so many interviews, and to know a little bit about your backstory and about your experience and what made you so good at what you do. And the you know you and I also work in the same space. We work in the brand and communication space, so it's really it's really fun to hear those synergies. So that was one of my one of my more memorable ones.
2: Uh, It
1: it was really fun to be able to do that, and it was probably we probably have the record, and not that I'm competitive, but we probably have the record for the longest podcast. But it uh, (laughs) it was a very very lengthy conversation. You're not competitive. Um, <laughs> Not, competitive.
3: Not at all. I, I don't know if it's competitive or argumentative, one of the two. I,
1: I would argue that argue, being well, there you go. <laughs> that's also something with the podcasting, too, that it kind of feeds my mm. soul, right? I love talking to people, I like exploring different opportunities and avenues and questions. And you know, I'm a college debate you know I participated in college debate and I've been coaching it forever. I teach communication. So I love getting into those stories and 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 really getting down to what what inspires people. So that's a lot of fun. Uh yeah. So Philip, your yours would stick out in my mind. I would say the second in line and I'm not trying to take up the whole podcast. Uh I like interviewing the people that I have worked with. And I worked with this this uh these two women that wrote this book and we helped transform it into a program. And it's been a very successful episode. People, a lot of people listen to it, and it's fun to see the product of what we do. So.
0: Anyways. Yeah. No, I I love that, and don't worry about time. I I feel like every one of us here understands the nature of podcasting and like just how interesting it can be if you let a moment happen. You know, as yeah. you're talking, uh, let's get uh, Michael to come in next and then we'll go with uh, James and then I will go with Jason and I'll, I'll go last if that's okay. Uh, Michael come share with us, man. What's your most memorable moment so far?
2: Yeah, I, I do enjoy, like Shelby said here in the story and the common theme amongst all entrepreneurs is that, Hey, there's a challenge or problem and how did they overcome it? But it's that story piece And so there's a guy I had on the show and he was talking about how this new new technology that they were developing. So he was the owner and the CEO of the company. And he had like 10 employees when he started, but the project was so tough and the environment was so awful that he kept losing one employee after the other until he walked in one day to the office and he was the only one there. And he just felt this enormous weight of not being able to potentially deliver a product that he had been contracted to provide. And so he didn't have the expertise. He didn't have the people that were doing all the pieces anymore. Like he felt like, okay, we're done. Like I'm going to have to toss in the towel on my business. So he went to the contractor, the, the people he had a contract with, and he's like, Hey, um, I'm just going to have to tell you, like, I don't think I'll be able to deliver because, you know, I've lost all my employees. And that was his absolute low moment. And then he said, the guy tossed him a bone. He said, Hey, I have faith in you. I didn't hire your business, I hired you. And so at that moment, he's like, Oh, I've got a chance. But think about the guy that said, I hired you. To me, that was the most powerful moment uh, for that guy. So we think about all the challenges we have in our business, but sometimes it's that one person, maybe it's a mentor, maybe it's a colleague that says that one thing that keeps us going. And so it's those emotional low moments, how do we overcome them? And so for me and my podcast, Energy of Business Moments, yeah, I talk about the thoughts and the logical sti- side of running a business, but it's the emotional side The highs and lows we have emotionally, the energy that that brings, and how do you overcome those low moments? That's just been the the coolest part for me is learning all these story pieces.
0: Wow. Yeah, no, that's significant. I mean, that's the beauty of B2B, right, is we're working with other people who presumably should understand the circumstances, the stakes, you know, and anyone who's bringing integrity to business can appreciate when someone goes, you lost all your employees. I, that's a fear I run myself. In fact, for some of my employees, I would wish that they would just leave. And there's all these, you know, these things that we weigh as as business owners and then payroll comes around. Do I have the cash flow for this? So to hear that a business owner was like, don't worry, I hired you not necessarily for the project, but for a relationship with you in business. So let's get back on our feet and get it done. And sometimes you're right. That's all we need to remember who we are, why we started this gangster stuff, and why we're gonna finish it. Uh so rolling on next over to James. Come on, hit us with your favorite moment so far, man.
4: Um, yeah, I just want to say, like in general, <laughs> I, I agree with uh Shelby and Michael because it's it's a story. So I mean, I do PR, so uh, for me it's more understandable too, right? Because that's what I do. I get the people, people's stories, and I share them through the media. Uh in uh I, I think my, my favorite interview and it's the one with clearly that resonated with more people because it's the one that has the most views in my playlist uh, is the one with Terrence X Johnson. I'll call him Mr. Johnson um, and, or Mr. J. And uh, he, I connected with him when I was on a very like low point of my life uh, last, not this last summer, but summer of 2021. And like first time that I met with him, I cried. Like he made me cry because of, such strong words, like first time. And, uh, and then I was like, look, this person is going to be someone, uh, important. And I've been trying to like, more than making my client, like I want to be in her circle and in his circle. And I got in and i have been able to do that. And then I was, uh, when I got the podcast, I was like, Oh, I want to lead with value with this person. I mean, this guy his he has his own Island. Uh, his business makes over a billion dollars a year. So it's a huge guy. So this podcast really allowed me to lead with value with him and say, hey, like, just come to my podcast, let's have a conversation uh, and let's share it with the world and clearly resonated in uh, a phrase, Gets a moment in, in a phrase that really resonated with me that he told me, and I tell this now and multiple podcasts after it is you don't get what you want, you get what you believe and and that's a very strong quote that I got from him that that stuck with me to this day I mean look I'm I'm saying it here I share it with the world I share it with my girlfriend all the time I was like hey like if you believe that you cannot do it you're right but it's the same thing if you believe that you actually can do it so it's it's just believing if you believe that you can do it you're right if you believe that you cannot do it you're right you're right too so I tell her that all the time because she she tells me a lot of like limiting things. I was like, come on, don't do this. Like you you can't do this. Like, I know you can't. Um, and, and I tell that to the same, to everybody, right? Like I just say my girlfriend, cause obviously I talk to her more than anybody else. <laughs> but uh, I, I say this all, all to everybody. And that was that was the thing that really uh, was the most powerful moment, I guess, uh, that that I can think of for me in, in doing this podcast.
0: Wow, no, yeah, it, it, uh, it's true that, there's something interesting that happens with podcasting where you not only get to meet different kinds of people and some of them you already know, but you never had that chance to have that conversation with them. Either way, that there's something intimate uh, and powerful about podcasting. And then you add to that, we're all in the world of business and we're all in different places in our lives with different challenges. And you never know what's, what the person on the other side may actually be dealing with because part of being adults is putting our best foot forward and not showing what the other shoe looks like, right? So it's really powerful that you shared that moment with us and exactly how the right phrase at the right time can turn it all around. Because yeah, I I remember for me, I came across um, Psycho-Cybernetics by Maxwell Maltz, where he said, uh, we can never grow beyond our own self image. Very similar to that. If you believe in a certain thing, that's that's it. That's the belief, right? That is an established agreement. And until you break it or renegotiate that agreement with yourself and the world around you and how you see it, you're not going to be able to make progress in any other direction. So I think that is powerful. I love that you said that. Moving on, Jason, what has been your favorite moment so far?
3: Wow. I mean, that's, you know, 200 and some episodes. That's hard to like really distinguish. So I I have to distinguish it in two ways. Number one, what, which one was the most fun? And then number two, which one was the most profound from the heart, right? Um, the most fun was the one we just did before this, um, with Joe. Uh, and I mean, I haven't danced for 15 years and we're just rocking out and dancing on a podcast. That was pretty fun. Um, As he's in the background rapping about you and me, it was pretty cool. (laughs) That that was really neat. That was a lot of fun. And there was a lot of value in that conversation too. So from a fun standpoint, definitely that one. From a heartfelt standpoint, there was probably two that really, really stood out to me. And not because they were pro-athlete, but because of the story that they had, here we are again around the story, right? Um, because of the story that they brought to the table, James Donaldson, you know, such a great friend of mine was such an amazing story uh, of the hardships that he's been through. And he shares all of that so humbly when he speaks, he's a very humble man and, you know, uh, Fu foo and, and, Michael and Shelby have all met him in person. So it's uh, you know, at our last event that we had. Oh yeah, there you go. He's got an autograph ball.
4: <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, how are you here? <laughs> Next to me all the time.
3: <laughs> yeah, there you go. Won the drawing, right? How ironic. But but you know, the struggles he's went through and how he is just he has opened up about how it's okay for men to put the guard down and you don't always have to act so tough and strong and, you know, it's okay to let that guard down and, and, and ask for that help, ask for that support structure, all those things. And, you know, my son is six and he's never even been programmed that way, but it's like nature just happened. Right. And, and he's just that way, even though I've never raised him that way. But it's like nature just pre-programmed him to be that way. And I love what he's doing with Your Gift of Life, his foundation where he's supporting people that really need the help um, and literally himself talking people off ledges every day to prevent suicide. Really, really great story of, of how somebody had it all And, you know, with 23, 24 years career in the NBA and then lost it all and then almost lost his life in the, in the process of that, but then got it all back in such a different way, right? Maybe not necessarily all around money, but he got it back in here and up here. And at the end of the day, you can do a lot in your life. If you got this and you got this, if you got those two things. Um then the other one would be not so necessarily heartfelt, but more about how uh you know somebody would give up so much to do something so radically different and that is reggie the n f l superstar he was a superstar in college, you know played for you know three or four n f l teams i think he finished with uh the Cardinals, I think, I don't know, something like that, but, but he literally left the NFL to start his own thing because he wanted to grow into his, his own thing. And he became a makeup salesman going business to business, selling makeup. Now, can you imagine a six foot three monster (laughs) walking into your business and saying here you want to buy some makeup <laughs> yes i guess i do just because i don't <laughs> want you to kill me right <laughs> maybe that was the strategy <laughs> but <laughs> but he wanted to learn how to sell and that that should be an inspiration for any business owner that just can't get it can't get the how to sell right because as business owners, we have to be able to sell to a certain degree, right? Especially when you're getting started out. I mean, you kind of morph away from that over time and, and have people to do some of that for you. But but he wanted to learn how to do it. And every successful business owner that really made it, they cut their teeth in sales at some point. And, and that's what he's done. And now they're taking. Him and his partner, David Carter, It's also an NFL guy. They're taking game within a game to a whole new level of the game, no pun intended. So, yeah. So uh, let me give the opposite spectrum of wow moments. (laughs) Like, holy crap. Um, That Just last week we had, I won't mention names, but every once in a while we have a few people slip through. Uh, that end up on the schedule, and it's like, holy crap, how the hell did you get here, right? Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and very eccentric people last week, a couple of them. I'm just trying to be nice, uh, <laughs> but uh, really odd. One guy got on, and he was like, "What? what is this for? <laughs> like, wow, okay hope that doesn't offend you. He says, yeah, pretty sure it did. Um, (laughs) And uh, so, yeah, but like anything in life, there's highs and lows and dips and ups and downs and not everything's always going to be perfect. And I think we've learned a lot through all these episodes. I have taken so many lessons away from people through all these episodes. um, And it's really been a lot of fun. And I want to take just a second here to, to thank all of those guests for, for being so open and so forthright to give their heart and give everything um, on the podcast with us. And I would say 98% of them left it on the field when, when they were on the show. Second is to all our great guests. I mean, we have lots of guests that watch this podcast every day, over 6,000 guests a day or more. Listen to this, tune into this podcast every single day, which is just amazing. So huge shout out for, for those folks, business owners that are trying to learn some new lessons to do things a little differently, so on and so forth. And I would be remiss not to really take a second and honor you, Philip, because this show would not be here without you. Um, you were the inspiration behind this whole thing to begin with. Um, <laughs> sure. right. from the very start of it. And then I can go all the way back to Foo and trace this back to Foo uh, with getting me to talk to you on Entrepreneur Magazine. and. I was so inspired by that conversation with podcasting and how you led that. That's what inspired the entire thing to even take off in the first place. So um, I really feel and think you are the heartbeat of the show. Um, And uh, for me, you know, my hat's off to you, sir. Thank you.
0: Wow. I really (laughs) appreciate all of you. Uh, it's really fun when you get to do something you love with people that get it and want to do it too. Because I'm used to doing things alone a lot. So I do a lot of freelancing. Occasionally I'll get someone who's like contracting to help me do a thing or two. But uh, I think there's beauty in watching other business owners uh, side by side with you uh, head for a similar aim. And if there's anything I've learned from like, 2000 conversations almost now is that, you know, entrepreneurship is lonely because no matter how many people you have around you, it's only you at the end of the day that has to face everything. And you can rely on others to sort of share their experiences and help you calculate your next move. But it really is a leadership game that it's just you and you got to do your best Every single day, no matter how you feel, you have to sit there and lead others and not let that get the best to you and be understanding of them, even if they never understand you. And I mean, that's just, come on, what what other game do you get to play where it's that one sided? Very few, right? So, I mean, for me, I'm just grateful to be able to be surrounded by so many awesome people who are kicking ass out there every day, especially you. You know, so uh, before I go further and and go in, it wasn't fair to throw Shelby out right right away. I'm sure she thought about three or four episodes after we started talking. I want to check in, Shelby. Did you did I, did you want to give a shout out to any specific episode that may have come up before we go to me? Uh,
1: I I'm not offended that you called on me first. It's okay. 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 <laughs> but, and and you were not you were you were the true answer. But I really do think that I you know having discussions with my... The nice thing is that I can tie it into into the work that I do with my clients. And I think that's one of the beauties of this podcast is that we have the ability to to make it what we want to. And it's still a part of this conversation about how to make better business and how relationships can change your business and how networking is so important. And I think it all... The nice thing is, is that for my clients and my circle, we can tie it into this bigger machine that is, there are people out there that are struggling through the same problems, but then there's also people that can help you achieve those solutions. And I think fundamentally, that's what the strategic advisor board is all about. And I think that's the power of a group like this is that we're able to do that. So I would, yeah, just just to not answer your question, I would say, I do would... Tying tying everything together and making everything exist together. Yeah, the, the other piece is that at connecting the publishing community. Those been, have been really fun conversations that I have with the road publishing community since that's new and that's also a partnership. Those have been fun conversations, but they're all fun. I just like I just like chatting. It's a good time. So
0: right on. Well, then I guess the floor is mine. So I'll step up to the podium now. Uh, you know I had been doing the entrepreneur magazine and then uh, I had launched the Inc. magazine podcast only for that to crumble due to a change in CEO and all the repercussions of that and you know I had told Jason when I when I when we first had a, a couple of conversations about this that you know I had done over a thousand and the agreement was that you know my name would be there somewhere and it was nowhere and it was really somebody else that was the face of things so I'm 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 very grateful that when Jason invited me to do this, he gave me a real position uh, to be a face of what Strategic Advisor Board is doing and to to know how this all came together with Foo and getting the positioning and then Jason having that conversation and, and then going and recording like 60 episodes in a very short amount of time and then going, hey, I want to interview You know what? I want to do more than interview you. I want you to run this show. How does that sound? You know, and, and then going on and delivering over 300 conversations now, like we're talking about with this episode, it's just crazy to me how much work has gone into this. And it's like free, all these amazing conversations. If people were to really take the time and go through the conversations that like we covered a few here, right? These moments, they're valuable whether whether it's you having a bad day and hearing about a co- like someone that had no employees left like are you kidding me you think your day is bad imagine waking up and finding out your whole team decided no more right to to being able to sit there and 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 tell yourself you know what go one step further right i lost it all i'm going to end it and then hearing what james Donaldson did right like even 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 just before that moment where you sit there and you think to yourself, uh, you know, what's the point? And then you find out that what you believe controls a lot of what your reality is is and how it's determined, right? When you look at all these types of conversations, you can't tell me that podcasting doesn't offer value to the world and in particular to business owners, who were probably under the most stress (laughs) that any human can possibly be under. Right. But that's how diamonds are made. And there are gems in this show. And so for me, some of the gems that stand out, I think have been really interesting ones, whether it's uh, I I believe it was Eric Levine and how he started out at a gym, just a would be, I'm going to go somewhere someday guy. And, you know, to, founding all kinds of gym memberships and and interesting trips that he had where he got to pick apart these resorts and how that can then play into the gyms that he builds and bringing an ancient yoga practice over and commercializing it in the US, very entrepreneurial. But what stuck out to me was that when he was starting out at the gym, uh, he wasn't giving tours like everybody else and that was his job. He, they would show up and he'd give a tour. And yet he was still closing people. So the owner asked him, hey, you know, I'd love if you gave me a tour and show me what you're doing here. He's like, oh, I don't give tours. It's like, well, that's kind of your job. So <laughs> how, are you, how are you doing this and why aren't you doing it? He said, well, it's pretty simple. When people show up, I asked them, why did you decide today is the day you're going to sign up for the gym? Right? And people would give a number of answers. One of them would be, you know, my husband doesn't look at me the same way he used to. And you can call it what you want, but he said, you know, we actually happen to specialize in that. And I can introduce you to two people right now that I know at this gym who have that same reason for being here today. Right. You don't even need a tour of the facility. If you have a connection to why you're here to begin with, you don't have to sell anything. And yet, Day in and day out, you'll get people leaving messages, sending emails, talking about, hey, I noticed you have a certain color shirt or, hey, we're in the same industry. I'd love to sell to you. That's not how it works, right? But that story right there, it communicated something. There's a paradigm shift that takes place for anyone who's been doing sales wrong for a very long time. And then finally seeing, oh, I actually have to understand what's happening on the other side, how it connects to a solution I might actually have. Yeah, it's that real and it's that human. Sometimes we forget because we're chasing a bottom line and we have to, especially when you got a payroll. But just remember there's a human on the other side, just like you. And just like you, they have problems that need solutions. And don't try to fit yourself to be their solution just because they have problems. You might be able to make a referral. It's something we talked about with Joe Applebaum just before we started this episode, right? People talk, oh, networking doesn't work one of my favorite episodes was because he really broke it down. How many introductions have you made in the last month? Right. I try to make one introduction a month, at least personally me, right. He does three a month. Is it going to amount to anything for you? Who cares? You have a network, you have access to people, solutions to problems. It's about karma. And if there's anything I know about strategic advisor board is that all of you Don't sit and wait. You'll make an introduction. You'll throw out the idea. It's not a secret that you're going to keep. And so for me, those are just the kinds of things that I believe make podcasting what it is, and in particular, business podcasting. Because these are people who are constantly facing problems, right? Entrepreneurs, business owners, just like us, and looking for solutions. And the best part is, if you can get it in a story, it sticks stories are sticky. So yeah, that's kind of just, I don't want to keep going because that's just the tip of the iceberg, but I will say that's an easy one to remember and that's the best part, right? So I do want to thank the listeners and, I, and just, I'm grateful that I get to do this, that I get to spearhead this. Uh, it really makes my day knowing that I get to be a part of this bigger conversation, this ethos, this building of a library of learning you know the easy part is hitting record the hardest part is going back and editing and getting those pieces out there but then that just shows the dedication because we get to curate that and in an age of overwhelm and a bunch of information coming at you all day you who takes the time to create that snippet you stand out because of that so yeah i i I love the strategic advisor board podcast
4: (laughs) Yeah, hey, I want to add something here real quick. Um, based on everything that 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 you've been saying and everybody here, it's one thing that I uh I really like about the podcast and and one of big benefit, I guess, is perspective. Perspective is huge in entrepreneurship. Because it, sometimes you feel like, oh, the world is just crumbling on me. And then you talk to somebody that lost triple the amount that you lost or, you know, their whole team instead of one person or all these different things. And it's like, damn, maybe I don't have it that bad, you know, in, in that perspective. And then well, obviously in the flip side too, like there is the, damn, I see these people winning. What do they have that I don't have? Usually it's just discipline, <laughs> you know, it's not like that. They, they are genius or anything. They just have discipline and dedication. Like they just went for it, took action. And so that perspective is a big word for me nowadays. Uh, and, and I wanted to throw it out there uh, because very relevant for, for the podcast. And the other point that I want to emphasize is that most people don't, won't remember majority of the words that you're going to tell them, but they remember what you make them feel. So that's why when you are in a conversation, like a podcast that's so conversational and so relaxed, you are able to, to convey so much emotion because you're just talking like Jason said, like, oh, they got me dancing. I've been dancing like so many years, right? Like, <laughs> and, and you remember that, right? Like, you don't remember when someone told you something that probably was very valuable, but they were bland about it. They were just didn't have an emotion. You don't remember that. It doesn't matter how impactful sometimes could be because it's just, to just humans like we just want that emotion so those are the two big big keywords that I wanted to to convey in here because uh like we remember things with emotion that's why like PR too for me and you know this is PR right like P- podcasts it, it's so important because when we share stories we're not just like lecturing people we're just telling them stories and then the lectures that come from it are things that you remember because you remember what the story made you feel. So perspective and emotion are big words that I wanted to communicate here.
0: Awesome. Well, hey, I think we covered a lot of ground here today. And uh, as usual, at least when Jason and I run the show, it's usually tradition for him to close us out. So I think I'll let him do it again. If yeah. nobody objects.
3: <laughs> oh, this was great. And You know, the important thing is, you know, that every once in a while we come together and we really show tribute to the people that are a part of what we're doing. Right. Um, To me, that's the most important thing, because people take valuable time out of their schedule to come and pour their heart out and, you know, tell us their stories and share their share their struggles and share their wins and share all those things. And it's important that we take some time every once in a while to just remember that and and, and be thankful for that because not everybody wants to do that. And we've been very fortunate that we've had some really great people to come on and share their stories and leave it all on the table. And a great audience to listen and support us um, and do all of those things that, you know, uh, a great following, a great uh, community would do. So um, I appreciate all of you. I appreciate our audience and our guests. And like I always say, it's 168 hours in a week and everybody took the time to just spend 42 minutes here today <laughs> and, uh, uh, share your thoughts and feelings and things on what you've experienced over all these episodes. So thank you all very much. And until three fifty.
0: Hey, awesome. <laughs> Cheers. Cheers.